even out about the goodness of God. And uh, I guess I'd ask you a question before I read my verse. It says, has it been good to you? I follow up by what Brother Benji preached last night. Uh, why do you love him? I've got all kinds of reasons to love him. A whole bunch of them. But one of them is I love him because he's been so good to me. And he didn't have to. Sure didn't have to. What about you? Has he been good to you? In the book of Romans in the second chapter, I got one verse on my heart. Romans 2 and 4. I'm just going it, to, it's a continuing of thought, but I, that's not, my thought lies at the, at the very end of it. So, or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering? And when you despise something, that means that you just don't put much stock in it. You just kind of like it ain't no big deal. He's asking them a question. Ain't it a big deal that God has been good to you and He's been long-suffering with you and He's forborn, forbear? It's a big deal. And then He said, not knowing the goodness of God leadeth through repentance. This bunch didn't know it. But it's written in this book for us to know, so we ought to know it. Amen. We ought to know that the goodness of God is why any of us ever repented to start with. And I want to say this, that word leadeth can be just a little confusing. And I, every time we stand up and preach, I think we ought to try our very best to just be as simple as we could possibly be. And I need your prayers tonight. I want the youngest child here that's able to understand that God knows, I want them to understand. I'd rather preach under people and people think I've heard that before, something like that. Is I had to be up here and preaching and when I got done, nobody said, well, what is he talking about? I, that just terrifies me. I want everybody to understand. It don't have to be as complicated a lot of times as we make it to be. The word leadeth don't mean maketh. God don't make nobody repent. But the word actually means induce. It kind of puts you in a position to repent. And all repent means is turn away from yourself and turn to God. So, he said that the goodness of God is what puts us in a position to turn away from ourselves and turn to God. Boy, don't we need to do that. 
I wondered what that word meant for years that I've heard ever. Jesus said repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist said repent. Paul spoke about repentance and just about every preacher I've ever known talked about repenting. And I still didn't know what it meant. Not really. It simply just means whatever I was doing wasn't working. And turning to Him and it'll work every single time. When you repent, you look away from yourself because you know you can't. That works for lost people and it works for saved people. We all need to repent, don't we? It's the goodness of God because God has been so good to lost people. He's had mercy like the brother talked about a while ago. He's let you be under the sound of the gospel. He's let you hear about Him. He's let you live. What are you going to do with it? And I want to say this, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it's just on my heart just a little bit. If you've been saved, don't do your mom and daddy like this. What if they was to die and leave this world? What if you were to die and leave this world? And them not know that you've been born again. But you know what? Even more so than that by far is don't do the one that saved you that way. It was because of His goodness that He saved you to start with. Why would you just want to sit on that and not give Him honor and glory? It's all about the honor and glory of the Lord, isn't it? Everything is. I didn't used to know that. I thought this life was about me and what all I could get into and how much fun I could have and what kind of job I could get and making money. I thought that's what it was about. Even though I was raised in church. The older I get, the more I realize it's all about Him to start with. And because of His goodness. Just because He was so good to me. That makes me want to repent. Has He been good to you? I thought about how lots of us were raised in a home that loved the Lord. Some people don't have that. Wasn't it good to us to let us do that? Acts talked about at 17th chapter about He determined the bounds of our habitation. He knew where we was going to live. And the times before appointed, He knew when we was going to live. There's people all over the world that will never hear about Jesus and know what to do to be saved. Did you know that? That's right. How blessed are we? Yeah. It ain't nothing to brag about. It's boy, something to be thankful for. Amen. If you had a mama and daddy that loved you, that's the goodness of God. He didn't have to let you be born to somebody that would love you. If they took you to church, that's even better. He was good to you when He let that old man get up here and preach the gospel that time and it tore your heart all to pieces. He didn't feel good, no did it. But He's been good to you. Most of us has had something to eat about all our lives. 
had a place to stay at night. He's been awful good to me. Let me have children. He let y'all have children too, ain't he? Wasn't it good to do that? And then when he saved them, wasn't he good again? And then here comes them grandchildren. One of mine just got saved here a while back. Told y'all about that. He just keeps being good. That rich young ruler came to the Lord and he said, What must I do? Good master. They inherit eternal life. And he said, Why'd you call me good? He said, There's none good but God. God is good. He's always good. Even when we're struggling, when we're having a hard time, God don't change. He's always good. It's His character. He's just good. Has He been good to you? That time that you bowed down and you repented and you figured out that I can't do this. And He come by and He took that trouble away from you. I've said before, I don't know what He done with it, but I know He took it away from me. Wasn't it good of Him to save us? He could have come by this last 40 and he said, I'm not going to fool you. I know you're going to mess up your life. I'm not even going to mess with you. But he saved us knowing that we're going to mess up. That's love, I want to tell you. He was good to us and he didn't have to be. And how many times since then in our lives have we done things we ought not done? Much of the time. Lots of times. And him tell me not to do it and me do it anyway. Y'all have been there. You know that Holy Spirit that he put in there when we got saved that bears witness with us? I tell you what it also is. It's a, it's a warning sign. <laughs> when you start to do something, it's like he puts up the top of it. Let me tell you something. If you dabble around with sin, you think you're just going to get close to it, then I won't get something. You'll get all in it and you'll get it all over you before you know what you're doing. And him telling you the whole time, don't do it. Don't. Stop. And then when we do, and we're getting the mess. Ain't it good? Won't he? Lord, I'm sorry. One of my sons, in particular, blessed my heart one time. It was after I had Give him a whipping. I don't remember what he done. But he didn't come and try to beg me out of it before I did. It was afterwards. He come back to me and he said, Daddy, I'm sorry. How many times have you done that? Lord, I'm sorry. I, that's one of my favorite things about going to heaven is I won't ever have to tell him that again. There won't be no more this Lord. I, I messed up again. You won't have to worry anything about that. He's good to us to forgive us, ain't he? And he's good to us because he's laid up an inheritance over there for us that's been saved. 
that's undefiled and uncorruptible and it fades not away and it's reserved in heaven for us. He's good to us. There's a hill over there on the other side of the Hangstown Hill. I don't know if y'all know where that's at. It's on the, on the way to Rocky Mountain, but you can't see it going the other way. It's when you come in this way. Right before you go off of that hill, there's over here to the right, kind of, I don't know, kind of like 2 o'clock from where the road is. There's a, there's a big old, I bet Sam knows what I'm talking about. There's a big old hill over there that's kind of cleaned off. And every now and then, you might see some cattle over there on that. And I think about that scripture when I go through there that he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Let me tell you something. When you get in a bind and you need some help, our fathers tell one of his cows to help you out. He's good to us all the time. We ought to repent. We ain't got no reason not to repent because his goodness has been leading us to do it all this time. And say just another thing or two, and I'll be done. I ain't go. I don't believe in worrying your patience. I'm gonna try not to anyway. If I say too awful much, you won't remember none of what I said. I love that scripture over in Psalms. I think it's the thirty-fourth chapter and the eighth verse. It says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good." I've done a lot of thinking about that. And my way of explaining it might sound a little bit too countryside to you, but I have to explain it like I understand it. I don't know anybody in the world that don't like country ham. Do you? It smells good when they're cooking. But you still don't know what it tastes like. Did you get it in your mouth? So what's that scripture talking about? You've got to get close to the ham. Real close before you know what it tastes like, don't you? That scripture said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He looks good. He sounds good. But he tastes even better. He was not interested in just saving us and that be it. He wants more than a relationship. That's what we got when we got saved. He wants fellowship. He wants that closeness, that intimacy, that best friend thing, that agape kind of love to where you run to Him every single time you have. And He can be so close to you on the inside. He'll help you through anything that you're going through. The last time, I guess He just blessed the daylight side of me. I'm going to one of the biggest ones I've had. Y'all remember COVID, I'm sure. Who don't? Well, I had that pneumonia to go along with it. A lot of people, you don't know how that's going to turn out. A lot of people died. Some of my friends died. That was a serious thing. It still is, ain't it? Do you know how good it is? I bet Dwayne knows. I sat there, I believe it was on my front porch, and I thought, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I couldn't breathe. 
I'll tell you this. He come on the stand and he took away every word that I had about. Clones, I mean, right there with me, inside of me, letting me know everything's going to be all right. And I bet you some of y'all have had the same kind of experiences. Different things. Amen. Oh, taste and see. You can't taste it until you touch it. And we need to be touching, don't we? Amen. You know we got a high priest that can be touched. <laughs> they ain't no way in the world that let me touch the president of the United States. Or some king somewhere on earth. There's no way. I, I'm not important enough. They wouldn't let me get nowhere around you, brother. <laughs> but you don't have to be some big shot, some big, big, important dignitary or whatever to talk to this king, this high priest. You can touch him. And he's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Yeah. Let me tell you another reason I think to me that I love him so much. Was talking about tasting him. Y'all ever started out praying and, and, and just so miserable about something you just didn't know how to say it? Couldn't come up with no words. Just words ain't there. It's too big. Did you know that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, helpeth our infirmities? With groanings that can't be uttered. You can only go so far. But boy, when you get close enough to taste him, he'll take it the rest of the way. He'll take you the whole way to the throne on your behalf. He didn't have to do that for me. He didn't have to. I used to not be too awful glad about being called to preach. What about y'all? It sure didn't tickle me when it done it. I can tell you that. Because I was in trouble and I said, if you'll get me out of this, I'll do anything you want me to do. And I was not expecting that. I did not have that in mind. But I can tell you now, I've had blessings that I've never had if he had to put me in that situation. I've known men that I love and I get close to because... He induced it. He left me there. And I repented. Put me in position. He'll do you the same thing. It ain't all about being called a priest. Just, he's good. Amen. Just don't forget that. He's good when he's, everything else is bad. He loves you. If you've been saved, Tell everybody else how good he is. I just want to remind you of this and I'm going to close. The one that dies with the most toys ain't the one that wins. I'd rather let me and her be poor as dirt and not have them live in a tent. And have the Lord. And His goodness. And just to be able to talk to Him. As I have lived in a big mansion and have everything I want.
Because the problem of having everything you want is you won't ever get around to what's important. Lots of times. He's good to us. What do y'all think? He's good to y'all. Some of these days when we have plenty of time, I'd sure like to sit down and listen to you tell me how good you think he is. I've tried to tell him before. I just can't come up with the words. Can y'all? He wants to. He, he wants. He likes that. He wants that. Just too big. Too good. Jesus was right. There's none good but one. And that's God. Ain't it good of Him to have something to do with us? What is a man that thou art mindful of Him? And the Son of Man that thou visitest Him? I love Him. Because He's been so good to me. I appreciate you listening. Maybe that didn't take too long. I reckon the Lord's done with me. I want us to have a song. And I want you, while they're getting ready to sing, I want to remind those of you that are lost. He sure has been awful good to you. He could have let you die. We don't like this word I'm fixing to say. But I'm going to tell you something. Hell is real. It's good of Him that you're not burning in hell right now. You better think about that. He can let it happen anytime. Anytime He wants to. But He don't want to. He wants to save you. While we stand inside. One hundred three.